I'm Sean. Hi, and I'm Shannon. And we're the host of Wifey and Baby Mama. Welcome back, family. It's always a pleasure yes. to, uh, to connect with you all. And we're going to get right into it. Tonight's topic is titled, Have You Been Marked Safe? And no, we're not talking about the natural disasters. We're referring to the <laughs> storms of love and life. <laughs> this mm. topic kind of correlates um, to our last two topics, uh, children for checks, male gold diggers. In a sense, because just like we wanted people to be cautious and aware of others looking to use and abuse uh, your love for financial reasons, tonight's topic is along those lines. Because even when financial gain isn't the motive, People will still play with you for a title, a place to yeah. stay, anything else, mm-hmm. you know, that they can get out of you with actually putting in the work of commitment towards a relationship. Right. So when we say, have you been marked safe? We're referring to your heart and mental health. Sometimes mm-hmm. we're just tired of waiting, you know, tired of the waiting game or seeing our friends and have a relationship and marriages, you know, we're blinded. By the first person that shows us attention. But is it genuine? And that's our concern. Um, We're not necessarily talking about marriage attention, you know, although we always make it clear that at a certain age, that most certainly (laughs) should be the goal. But in this form, yeah, yeah. But in this form, you know, we're starting with just the commitment stage. You know, another thing we've said before is while we wait for our special someone or our forever person, Ladies and gentlemen, we should be living our best lives, being good to ourselves. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's a known fact. We teach people how to treat us, right? But yep. what, you know, by what we allow and how we treat ourselves. Now, I have to say on this topic, I, I know someone out there talking about, I know she ain't talking the way she got <laughs> took down through there a few times. I did. <laughs> and that's exactly why I'm talking. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I think it was a comedian. I, I forgot which one who said when it comes to safe sex, you know, and how to do it right. I don't want to hear from Magic Johnson. I want to hear from Wilt Chamberlain. <laughs> now, <laughs> Magic, don't hear this and think I'm coming for you. You're my man. Right, Actually, right. one of my all-time favorites. But mm-hmm. I dig the, the reference, you know. Magic was mm-hmm. very open and honest with the world, you know, when, when he announced being diagnosed with HIV. Mm-hmm. So in a sense, the comedian was saying he didn't do it right. He was married and just maybe stepped out of time or two when he got with him. Well, Chamberlain, it was a known fact how many women they had, yeah, right? But he was never yeah. diagnosed as far as we know. As which far means as we know. he was fortunate to escape the STD, at least that one anyway, mm-hmm, so, uh, the, with mm-hmm. the stigma it had at the time. So my point is, you should want to hear from someone who's lived it, who's lived that life and yes. can tell you how to elevate from it or to avoid it altogether. And if right. you know me personally, you know, or if you read my book, I used to get my little heart broke over and over and over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and for Aww. the most part, it was on me, though. You know, yeah, it was it was sad. But for the most part, it was on me. Mm-hmm. I can be woman enough to say that now. But I didn't see it back then. You know, I thought if I yeah. was, yeah. you know, good to these guys and if they were good looking and charming and popular and they were showing me all that attention, then they must love me. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to claim them, you know, as my mm-hmm. man. Then boom, six months, two years later, my little heart broken and I'm sick. Yeah. Literally, you know. Yeah. I had to learn over the years that I was responsible for guarding my own heart. That's and right. Until it was safe to share it with someone, you know, safe to be mm-hmm. to love someone else that felt exactly the same way I did and is invested as much as I would, then I just kept myself safe. And that's mm-hmm. how I arrived at the place that I am now. 
Yeah. Yeah. And as a lot of our listeners know, (laughs) because I say it all the time, you know, I'm a little different, a little odd, strange person, but my, um, my, my first, you know, high school, uh, sweetheart, (laughs) uh, he dumped me for a girl that was putting out. Mm-hmm. I was in high school. I'm like, oh, I don't know. And so right. he's like, well, but he was honest. I'm like, wow, here we are. I think we were 16. I'm like, here we are 16. And he's like, yeah, well, if you ain't going to do it, I'm going to get this person. And I remember I fell apart and I felt like I was on uh, <laughs> all my children or something. <laughs> you know, I'm like, this is over the top dramatic, even for me, you know. So ever <laughs> since then, you know, I probably had a, minor couple of heartaches, you know, throughout the years, but nothing major, you know, or whatever. But what keeps me from even acting or feeling some type of way, I keep thinking back to that 16 year old girl. I mean, when I tell you, you would have thought I lost every member of my family. You know, (laughs) but it's funny, but it's not, but that's how it feels, especially at that age. Right. Right. (laughs) I get it. It it feels like your whole life is over, and then and then mm-hmm. now having our own kids, we when they go yeah. through their things and they like so distraught. And you're like, if you don't get the heck out of here, but you gotta remember. I think um me and another girlfriend of mine was uh, discussing that this week with she's having issues <laughs> with her daughter and this guy. I was like, you gotta remember when we were that age, how attached oh, yeah. we were, and mm-hmm. no one could tell us anything about our <laughs> man child. But what I think we look at as a difference is. We grew up in a different era. Like I told you how my mom was like, she was carefree. Yeah. My friend said she worked yeah. a lot. She, But her mom worked a lot. So she didn't really give her a lot of attention. Not in a bad way. She just had to work a couple of jobs because her father wasn't in the home. But in mm-hmm. our sense, I think our, and, and Shannon, even you and I discussed this sometimes with, with your son and my older kids. The mm-hmm. mothers we were, I don't understand. Like we didn't have the guidance, you know. No. We like were out on limbs, you know. We didn't <laughs> yeah. have the direction that we gave our kids. So mm-hmm. we just look at them like, what the hell? Like we did all we right. could. Yeah. But guess what? Yeah. What you just said is what I'm trying to get to with all that. When we get frustrated with our kids, we can say it many times as we want. Don't do that. <laughs> the heart does what it wants. It does what it wants to do. It does. So that's why yeah. it's, it's, it's very, very imperative to keep it safe, to keep your heart mm-hmm. safe. Because yeah. I'm telling you, you can, you can say this, no, this ain't nothing. It's a little boyfriend, girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And the next thing you and, know, you're somewhere rolling on the floor crying. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. And don't lie to yourselves either, people. You know, be like, oh, no, I, I, you know, I don't, I really don't care about this person. And I get this a lot from my son. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. There'll be a particular girl. And, oh, no, no, I'm not feeling her like that. No, no, no. But as soon as it's over, you know, he's a little down. I'm like, wait a minute. I thought you weren't feeling her. <laughs> I thought she wasn't all that, you know, whatever. So it's like, be honest with yourself. That's how you protect your heart as well, <laughs> you know? And, like if you and, li- and mm-hmm. yeah, if you like them, you like them, you know? And mm-hmm. like we said, yeah. date, date. If you're not mm-hmm. married, date. Date as many people mm-hmm. as you want. But don't get attached if you know it's not a safe situation. Mm-hmm. And that leads me until uh, this point. You You have these women. I mean, what you said makes me think about this point. You have these women in the same way as like your son. Who know these guys are involved, right? They have children and all, mm-hmm. but they still decide, well, when he's with me, he's mine. There's oh, yeah. no such a thing. Yeah. If that no man such is thing. committed to anyone mm-hmm. else in any kind mm-hmm. of way, he's not yours. Right. Not That's saying right. he can't be a father with kids and be responsible to his kids. Don't miss me. 
But if this mm-hmm. man is still dating the mother, occasionally spends the night with her, they mm. still do their thing just because of the kids. Well, he's not yours. Nope. And you're Sharon. Not at all. Yep. And Sharon is not safe, people. It no. will be all good if you two were together, right? It, it'd be all good when mm-hmm. y'all together. Then what happens when you see him in the family, right? Just like you just said, a special occasion, you know, you guys end up in the same restaurant. He's out with the wife and kids and you just happen Mm. to run into them. One of two things are going to happen. You're going to act out, which embarrasses yourself, him and his family. Uh Or you'll suffer in silence, as I often did, because I didn't want to ruin what I had. Not knowing at the time, being young and naive, I had nothing. I had nothing. Mm -hmm. Okay, Mm -hmm. we had nothing. But again, I had convinced myself that I didn't want to be alone. So I allowed myself to be hurt over and over again by someone else. When all along, I had the power to make me happy. I had the power to keep me sustained. sustained, And I had the power to keep me safe. Right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And just wait in peace. While whatever was meant to be for me, you know, came to me. And it's not Mm -hmm. just women who experience this. Like you just said with your son. Now we can give a, you know, a woman's point of view, but I've had a couple of male friends also who put themselves in this situation, right? I'm just going to do what I do with her. You know, she got a family. And I had to tell them that woman doesn't love you. If she's allowing Mm -hmm. you to hang around and linger, she don't care about you. Mm -hmm. You know, she knows you're waiting. And that's just sad if not worse mm-hmm. for some reason when i see a good man get it messed over it makes me i think madder than a woman because i know i know <laughs> i know because i'm thinking like you know how hard it is to find a man that will show up shannon <laughs> uh-huh. oh, how yeah. many women i hear complain that men don't show up for them and and that's part of the reason once they've mm. experienced this and they get over it it takes most men a very long time yeah okay yeah to show that yeah. kind of love again before they open mm-hmm. themselves up like that so right. either they shut down or they become that man that we all want to stay away from right because they set out to make every woman pay for that pain that one woman caused oh yeah yeah and i have to say i bring up my husband my husband you know people let me back up so People look at me and say, oh, she's, you know, quiet and soft-spoken or whatever. And I am. However, I am tough as nails when it comes to, uh, I don't know. I'm Your just heart. a fierce person. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas my husband, you know, he wears his heart on his sleeve. Every emotion, you're going to know it. You don't ever have to second guess. So he is very um, open about his love and, you know, uh, you know how he feels. Um, but it took a minute, I'm sorry, for him to get there because he had dealt with so much hurt before in the past and that mm-hmm. damage that it did to him. Of course, I don't know if it's a guy thing or just human thing. I don't know. I guess I'd have to talk to, you know, some guys and see, but his view of every woman was the was same. Totally, yeah, it was totally bad. I mean, it was like, I'm like. For a long time, too, I would say, do you like women? You know, like I love women. I'm like, okay, until we started, you know, peeling back the layers. So there was just, you know, um, hurt after hurt after hurt. And I'm like, okay, so we got to work on that because you can't look at me like I did it. (laughs) Right. I wouldn't hear. Yeah. And I I think that's a conversation, to be honest, that mm -hmm. most people and and i'm not just you know it's not a racial statement please you know yeah, this word, you yeah. be very careful 
But most yeah. people of color, not going to say that because I'm a person of color, right? I'm not white. I'm not mm-hmm. Puerto Rican. I'm not Asian. I'm a woman of right. color. Most couples, uh, uh, most people of color, they are dealing with layers. And, and the yeah. conference I went to a couple of weeks ago talked about that, how you have to go through all of these layers. Even at work, you have to go through all these layers to get to the actual person because it's just been so much stuff. You know, we just mm-hmm. carry so much stuff. And yeah. it's just known that you will bring that into the next relationship. Like it's almost inevitable. So that's why it's imperative to keep yourself safe. You know, mm-hmm. that's the topic tonight. And and think about it. Before you hurt another person like that, for your own selfish re- reasons and vice versa, people, we have to assess and say, does this person have good intention? Is their talk right. matching their walk? Do they walk off or shy away, you know, when we're in public? Are they consistent? Are you picking mm-hmm. up the tab constantly? These are all signs, people, that mm-hmm. you can watch for before you get into yourself, yourself into these situations that you got to dig your way out of. Right. Remember, right. It's not just on the other person to protect you. It starts with you. Mm-hmm. So watch for the sign. I mean, I can give a class on that and I'm not kidding. I'll yeah. you, uh, allow people to play with my heart for far too long before mm-hmm. I realize what I'm saying to you all today, you know, in, in this podcast. Make sure to put some time into it. mm -hmm. And now that you say that too, Sean, you you know, I'm like light bulbs are going off because maybe I was marking myself too safe because of what happened at 16. Yeah, that can, (laughs) and that can happen too. And I'm going to tell you, you and your, um, my, my husband and your baby daddy should probably Mm -hmm. go counseling together because he's, he's the exact same way. He, we had a conversation to, I tell him, I was about to leave him because I'm like, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't get it. I love mm-hmm. him. You know, he pays the bills. He takes care of the mm-hmm. kids. If I said, I'm right. walking to the corner, he's like, wait a minute, let me put your shoes on. But when it comes to emotions and holding my hand, he shied mm-hmm. away. And I'm like, I don't feel any love here. You know, mm-hmm. I said, I, I don't know what it is. Like he showed me the signs that he loved me, Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, by his actions. But when it came to mm-hmm. physical touch and an emotion, kisses mm-hmm. goodnight. I'm like, yeah. what is yeah. this, you know? Right. And right. finally one day I just said, I'm leaving you. Like we had no argument. And he's like, what the heck? What? <laughs> I said, I don't feel loved here. He's like, what do you mean? So I started telling him all the things I just said. And he said, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. He said, you hurt me so bad the first time. I, I, I'm, I'm just playing it safe. I just can't afford yeah. that again. And mm-hmm. that thing took me out. I'm like oh. ready to leave him about something I'm not feeling. And the whole mm-hmm. time, it's it's what he's still feeling from mm-hmm. 15, 16 years ago. Right. And I was like, wow. I mean, so Shannon, it's possible to mark yourself too safe. And I'm like, brother, right. you got to let that go. And it mm-hmm. wasn't overnight, but we prayed about it. We screamed about it. We mm-hmm. cried about it. We took rides yeah. and walks. And yeah. we've gotten over the hump. But mm-hmm. I'm telling you, it's a real thing to mark yourself too safe. And yeah. he had. It is. He it loved is. me. He cared, mm-hmm. he provided for me, but he just wasn't willing at that time. He said, I can't afford that again. Mm-hmm. And right. I was like, whoa, you know? Right. So, yeah. Yep. So you could be, you so could have been those years. Yeah. That's probably why I did keep you don't everybody feel that at arm's again. length. Yeah. I'm like, no, you're you not getting close to me. You're not getting close to me. I feel you though. And, you know, like I said, you put some time into it, right? Mm-hmm. Don't just jump in with both feet, but don't just allow people to tell you 
oh, I'm good. You know, I'm the man. I make this much. This is where I live. They show you this nice house. And then, boom, we're together. <laughs> no, because people can put on a facade, really. Oh, yeah. And oh, yeah. You put your time into it, Shannon. You know why? Because you got to make sure they are who they say they are. Because That's people can right. only act for so long. Initially, mm-hmm. that real person is going to show up, you know. Right. So you give it some time. Don't go falling head over heels because mm-hmm. they are saying and doing and the actions may be matching their words. But again, people put on very good facades and you'll find yourself all in love and you fell in love with this perception of a person. Um, right. Their representative. The actual yeah. person don't show up till later on. And so we exactly. have to be careful when we're marking ourselves saves not to fall for that either. Not just the right. bad qualities. They, and if, if sometimes, what do they say? If it's too good to be true, true it usually mm-hmm. is. Yeah. But then you have, sometimes you have those men and women that are just really good. And that's just what it is. But that's yeah. where time yeah. and patience come in, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And don't be a red flag collector, you know, like a lot of people are. They see all the signs up front. Like you said, people show you who they are. And if you choose not to believe them, then don't get mad with your pocket full of red flags. I'm like, you know. She's a red flag our- collector. <laughs> now, I've never heard that. <laughs> I'm going to have to use a red flag collector. Okay, I got to write that down. Because I got, now I got, you know I got some sayings, girl. You done got me tonight. I'm usually not stumped. That's hilarious. <laughs> But I'm happy you said red flag, Shannon, because have you seen Mm -hmm. uh, the housewives? I'm sure everybody knows Atlanta housewives, Portia, Mm -hmm. and she married Simon, which was someone else's husband, right? Right. When she initially got involved with him. But Mm -hmm. she did a live the other day and said how well he treats her. And she looks, I love, first of all, I don't know about that, Portia. I wasn't there. You know, you're on the outside looking in. I can't give my opinion. I just don't play like that. But they look genuinely happy together. And she my girl. Okay. So it is okay. what it is. Because that's my okay. boy. I love her. I think I love the fact that she was so dizzy. And she knows she dizzy. So that's why I yes, love her. She, you know, she don't forget. Yep. Oh, my God. Yeah. She be like, did I say that right? And I'm like, oh, I love her. I love her life. But that yeah. one kind of took me aback, right? And then she got off the show. And I'm like, okay, that was real suspect. But anyways, she did a mm-hmm. live the other day. And she said, my husband makes me so happy. And and he shows up for me. And, and she, like I said, she looks, and he even looks like genuinely happy. Like they uh, look really good together. Okay. But okay. she said, be careful of, she said, my husband had red flags, but they were not for me. Uh, and you know what? At first I'm like, girl, wait a minute now. <laughs> I, you know, we do, we, we podcasters and I'm an author, you know, and I've been in law <laughs> enforcement for almost 20 years. Like I analyze mm-hmm. everything. Right. So I'm mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. if he has red flags, then that's who he is. And that's what my first initial assessment of her pot, her, her um, live was. And I'm like, wait a minute, mm-hmm. though. Maybe that means it, it could also mean he had red flags that just were not for me. Maybe he doesn't have red flags at all. Maybe he didn't yeah. just come into the man he is now until he met the woman he wanted to be with. True. Which is exactly what happened with my husband. I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure if I took a poll, if I had a poll long enough to find all the women my ex-husband <laughs> had dated and stuff. I could sit there and they could probably all give me a million red flags and reasons why. Oh, no, girl. Oh, baby. No. And I could I could even go poll the 19 year old that was with him for those seven, eight years. Right. Mm-hmm. And it wouldn't be the same man that I have right mm-hmm. now. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't mean he wasn't guilty of all the things. It doesn't mean he didn't do everything that they're going to say. or I said he did or, you know, mm-hmm. but when it was time to show up for the woman that requested him or, or, or you got to mm-hmm. get there alone, he showed up. 
So right. I was like, oh, because I was like, okay, Portia, don't fool yourself now. So he had red flags. And I'm like, see, but it's always every, it's two sides to everything. That's and when true. I analyze that thing that second time, mm-hmm. maybe mm-hmm. he didn't have red flags. Maybe I'm mm-hmm. just not doing it because you're not the woman for me. Right. <laughs> Period. Yep. Like it's, yep. it's no digger deepen. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Right. For women and men, this show is for both of you guys. You have to assess that thing. Maybe they're not showing up because that's just not your person. And maybe yeah. they're not showing up because it's an issue. Like you said, Shannon, you had to sit down with your husband. I had to sit down with my husband and say, what's going on here? You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And you just resolve the issue. But it's up. Right. Each individual situation is different, you know. So I'm going to wrap it up with um, a point that we repeat commonly on this show a worst case scenario right when it comes to this topic some people Shanna, are not mentally safe yeah to handle that kind of pain especially mm-hmm. when it's intentional and when right. i say intentional i mean you knew from the beginning you didn't want forever with that man or woman mm-hmm. or even cared enough to even give them the decency of monotony right the important right. thing for you at this time was to make sure you felt good and, and I want to ask Shannon, have you heard the story going around about the woman who was separated from her husband and, and she got involved in this lesbian affair with another woman and had her mm-hmm. a good time, honey, lived her best life and then decided, I'm going back to my husband and children. See you. Peace. The oh, woman no, I had heard it. that you know, it's been going around this mm-hmm. week. And the woman oh, that wow. she left supposedly hired a hitman, right? <gasps> had him FaceTime her. Had him line up this girl's whole family on the couch and they had four children. So I'm not sure if all the kids were home. I don't know who of the family was home, but whoever was home, he lined them up on the couch and shot them in the head one by one. Oh, my goodness. And she wanted to see it. Mm. She had him FaceTime her. Mm -hmm. Then the lady, you know, who supposedly put the hit out said, I know they have money in the house and whatever is there. So she told him, basically, I want you to put like she's fed it to him like a robbery. Right. Mm-hmm. I want you to go in and rob him and kill him. And, you know, it's a mm-hmm. whatever amount of money there. I don't know if it was a right. significant amount or not. They, You know how they give you skimpy details. But <laughs> when it was done, she told him, now you keep all the money. I just wanted to see them all die. Oh, my You know what kind of gosh. sickness or pain yeah. or, or both, you know, that mm-hmm. had to be mm-hmm. for somebody yeah. to do something that awful? Mm-hmm. And, and and you know why I told that story not to gross nobody out or break nobody's heart it's important people to know who you're engaging with that's right so you can be that sure so you and your loved ones are marked safe from all forms of harm and not just heartache mm-hmm. but danger too because this lady decided that she wanted to go out here and you know do something she wanted to do because she just wasn't happy at home instead of sticking around and working it out you put your whole family in jeopardy Mm-hmm. And now the people you were supposed to keep safe, you put them dead in the line of fire. Right. So, fa- so family, please make sure you're marking yourself safe, but make sure you're making good decisions so everyone else around you is safe too. That's right. Love that, Sean. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to move into the red line for tonight. All right. This week's red line is titled, Don't Take Yourself Off the Shelf. ladies and gentlemen don't allow anyone to gaslight you and convince you to talk yourself off the shelf right and by that i Mm -hmm. mean lower your standards just to say Mm -hmm. i have a man or i have a woman we shouldn't water down 
the true version of ourselves to fit inside someone else's box. Mm -hmm. We always discuss the proper way to carry on in life, right? No matter if you're single or dating, but until that right man or woman comes along with good intentions, a pure heart, a plan for the future that includes both you and, and them, stay single and date, have fun. Mm -hmm. And when it's right, it won't be perfect, but don't force it. Let it come naturally. Don't Mm -hmm. force it. Don't take yourself off the shelf, people. Don't do it. Let your proper (laughs) king or queen come along and and take their place. Right. And and like Sean said, like you just said, Sean, making sure you get to know, you know, the person that you're dealing with before you move too fast. That's it. Don't take yourself off the shelf until everything is in order. And I'm going to tell you, right. you ever heard this song? Oh, no, listen to your heart. I don't know who sings oh, yeah. that. Yeah. But you really have to listen to your heart, you know, listen mm-hmm. to your soul. It will tell you. Because sometimes that'll hardly get you in trouble. But if you just <laughs> listen to that still small voice, it'll tell you, like, this is it. And it'll also mm-hmm. tell you, beep, 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 beep. And sometimes we'll just turn that sound right off. You yeah, gotta listen to that, those that, those warnings. We have internal signals for mm-hmm. a reason, guys, and we have to listen to them. Yeah. So don't turn off your warning and then get yourself off the shelf because if they really love you, they'll 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 have enough to entice you to bring you down. They'll That's have enough right. love to make you want to float down. Don't go jumping uh-huh. off for the wrong person. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Excellent right. red line. Thank you. All right. So tonight for our fictional family, let's see our fictional family that Sean is feeling tonight. So I have asked Sean to um, present our fictional family tonight because it's from waiting to excel to exhale. Now let her, you know, set it up. But um, it it just tied in so perfectly. I said, Sean, you have to do this. And she's like, set Oh no, right I'm not up. letting you off the yeah, hook. Set me right up. But it's beautiful. So yes. <laughs> Go right ahead. And thank you so much, Sean, for you welcome family that you're feeling. <laughs> well, I got you. You're gonna pay me back. No, okay. But anyway, I will. <laughs> as Shannon stated, our fictional family for tonight comes from a scene in Waiting to Exhale. And this is Shannon's segment, and she's so articulate and she's so good with the names and setting up for families. I don't know these people's name, y'all. I know I know me a movie, <laughs> but I'm gonna set it up for you. And when I do, y'all gonna know exactly who I'm talking about. So Bernie was the lady. Uh she was Angela Bassett's character, and because he was mm-hmm. only and for a short glimpse, um, Wesley Snipes' character is yeah. um, was the love interest who really they wasn't in love. It was one scene that they had. But the reason mm-hmm. Shannon and I chose this scene is at the, um, at the end, after she goes to divorce court and she's found out she's lost everything she ever knew. And the man she's loved and bared these kids for and, and set up his background and got him all accomplished, <laughs> left her, in her words, for a white woman. And that just yeah. devastated her. Because yeah. as a, a, a black woman, I've given up my whole life to make sure you are who you are. And you didn't even have the decency to, to bring another sister along for the ride after I set you up. <laughs> she was insulted, right? right? This is, I'm just mm-hmm. setting it up, y'all. Now, this is how it went. So she's at the bar. She's steaming. You know, she's chilling and, and still being cool. And he says, you know, I don't know who you are, but you're you know, wonderful. She says, oh, yeah. He said, yeah, I can tell that one look in your eyes. So she goes, look, I've never done this before. And they, you know, they talk and they do their thing. And eventually they make it upstairs to the room because 
you know, he's staying in a hotel. He was in town for a conference. He didn't live in the city she lived in. Mm -hmm. And once they got upstairs and they start talking and things heat up, he says, you know, it's something I want to tell you. And she goes, oh, yeah. He's like, you know how I was telling you that my wife is dying and, you know, and the woman and you were telling me how the 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 man, the woman your husband's leaving you for is a white woman. She says, yeah. He said, well, so is my wife. And I think that was uh, beautiful that he gave her that. Like, he didn't just go Mm -hmm. have sex with her. He didn't engage Mm -hmm. with her. And he didn't lead her on. He didn't know this woman from a can of paint. He could have did what he did and never saw her again, right? But he recognized the brokenness. She was already broken. And as a grown man, he didn't feel the need to take advantage of that. And so he said, what do you want to do tonight? And he said, make tonight special or make tonight beautiful. Mm-hmm. And then they show the scene. And, and he says, do you still want to stay with me? She, she said, you might want to leave after this. And she said, no, I want to stay. And the next scene they show, she said, it just hurts like hell. And the next um, scene they show them fully clothed in the bed, cuddling, just making each other feel better, just, just mm-hmm. safe in each other's arms. And you right. think like, that's it, right? And then at the end of the movie, she gets a letter in the mail from him saying, you know, I haven't stopped thinking about you. I looked you up and no matter what, I love my wife, but nothing I feel for you undercuts what I feel for her. Now, how is that? And I thought that was so beautiful that somehow it's a movie, right? But this is life. Right. Somehow he marked her safe that night. He didn't allow her to go there, Mm -hmm. but he wanted Mm -hmm. her to know that you also marked me safe by giving me the intimacy and when my wife is gone, because she was dying of cancer, mm-hmm. they were both already marked safe for each other. I right. just thought that was absolutely beautiful. So yes. I picked that scene. We picked that scene, and Shannon was like, I ain't going to be able to set it up like that. You got to run. <laughs> so no, I, I, I would have told her no in general, y'all, but I wanted to do it for the reason that I thought that was so beautiful. It wasn't a perfect situation mm-hmm. by far, but even right. in the midst of both of their pain, God still had something else waiting. Now, again, Mm -hmm. it's a movie, but we all know it happens every day if you just wait. We don't know how. We don't know Mm -hmm. when. But you can believe his plans for us are always good. So that's the fictional family we are feeling for tonight. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much, Sean. And I owe you big time. (laughs) All right. Well, you can pay me by telling the Red Line submissions and taking us out. (laughs) Yes, our Red Line submissions. Um, if you would like to win a $100 gift card, please submit your red lines to wifeyandbabymama at gmail.com. Every third Thursday, we will announce a winner and read their red line submission on the show. And that person, whosever um, submission we read, they will receive a $100 gift card. I know there is somebody out there that could use a hundred dollars. So sure enough. please. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> please submit one more time. <laughs> right. One more time. So, one more time. Send <laughs> your red line submission. Wifey and baby mama at gmail.com. We look forward to reading them. All right. And now we have come to the end of our show. We thank you all for, um, you know, listening to us and going with the flow, you know, as we kind of, you know, switch things up sometimes. Um, uh, 
We appreciate all of our listeners around the globe. Uh, we thank you for tuning in every Thursday. And we Your look faithfulness. forward. Yes, very faithful. <laughs> faithfulness, yes. <laughs> yes. So we look forward to next week. Um, everyone, enjoy your um, weekend, and we will talk to you next week. Love you all. Bye.